It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think so. I think a good win over Kevin Holland will get me into a nice spot to fight one of the top contenders. Whatever they give me, to be honest with you. If they gave me 85 fights, you know, I'd be fighting 85. But it seems like uh, I'm getting 170-pound fights right now. So I'll take whatever they give me. I just want to get paid. The UFC have given him Kevin Holland. Is this a good matchup for Jack Della Maddalena? Is this where he should be in his career? Because when you get a superstar, potential champion, you want to caress them along nicely, don't you? Like Sean O'Malley, he got that treatment, worked out perfectly. With Jack as well, he got three first round finishes in the UFC. No, four first round finishes in the UFC. Three performance of the night bonuses. But his last fight was a split decision. And yeah, I'm not saying he struggled, but it was a split decision. Sean Brady may have been a tougher fight. We don't know. We haven't seen the Kevin Holland fight. It's going to be a different challenge, right? But they did try and push him. Sean Brady's a top oh, 10 guy. Yeah. What does this mean for Kevin Holland though? He's kind of perpetually now in welterweight. His whole thing is about like showing up and showing off, isn't it? He's the big mouth. He took the fight with Hamza on a day's notice because he was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll change opponents. Even though he lost, it was quite exciting for the minute and a half that it lasted. Kevin's really interesting because he's kind of been always put against these veterans and like he took out Jacare, Alex Oliveira, veteran, Tim Means, veteran, Ponzinibbio, Chiesa. He's just had veteran, 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 veteran and he's finished them all. Now with Kevin, we're like, okay, Kevin, so if we're going to keep moving you upwards towards the title picture, like this is a really good test for Kevin Holland. I think this is entirely down to JDM. I think this is his moment to prove that he can compete with some of the best in the division. And if he can't get past Kevin, then I think that that is a disappointing result for the UFC. Because I feel like Kevin is one of those fighters that through wins or losses, the fans generally will support him because of the personality that he has. There are just these guys that really don't lose in losses anyways. So even if Kevin loses against JDM, I don't think it's particularly like the worst thing for him. He's that guy that shows up and fights people just because yeah. he wants to put on a good show. Kevin has only fought the veterans. They haven't even given Jack veterans. Jack's just now like fighting the top contenders and the young guys. Like if you're building up a star, typically you do give them the veterans, don't you? I feel like Kevin Holland in fights, in a sheer number of fights, he, is, he should be classed as a veteran because he's been in the UFC for a long time now and he's fought tons of people that, that happened in his last fight right where he said i'm supposed to be the new kid but he's had more fights than like Kiesa, Kiesa. yeah which yeah. is crazy and Kiesa was in seven years in the ufc yeah, whereas tough 16 15 yeah came. so kevin honda has has had a ton of fights but he's kind of a prospect in the welterweight because he's come down what in the past two years but he's already had a ton of fights there like five fights like he's already fought twice this year he fought in april and july but yeah no it's interesting having two really active guys both in in the same division in, in a place where you think you would kind of separately promote them so they can each have their own title runs rather than putting them together so it's that old that classic case of like 
do the best fight the best or is it like should they be more tricky about who they get matched up against and that's why it's interesting as well because typically you do make your way through the veterans there's a lot of veterans in that division for guys to take on Shavkat Jeff Neil and before that Neil Magny again so just making his way through these veterans the good thing about this fight as well is we're going to kind of see Kevin Holland is a guy who took any fight he could get wins losses whatever and then you also got Jack Della Maddalena who's kind of not getting those curated fights but has up until this point been given the right opponents let's say so with Raul Rosas Jr. on the card who they tried to sort of set up accordingly because he is a really young guy and also then failed at like the second test ever it's going to be interesting to see like what will benefit Raul more continuously being fed the right opponents to build his record or going for a bit of adversity and losing to somebody that perhaps he should have won but he did lose compare that to Kevin and Jack Kevin has taken that road of fight anybody wins and losses and Jack's getting the right opponents who comes out what's a better career path is what I'm trying to say how does that happen though where a 17 18 year old gets a lot of hype coming from the contender series against competition that yeah he was a lot better than but how does he go into a main card pay-per-view against a guy who's had probably two or three years more experience than him and for that guy to be the underdog it's because of the Dana Wyatt privilege because he goes on about all the time how much he loves Tuesday Night Contender Series and it's his favourite thing ever and Rosas Jr. came off there looked really good in his fight which is only up to, to Rosas Jr. he's the only one that can put on that performance but then Dana loves that and he's a prodigy and he's going to be the next John Jones and go in there and beat everyone and that's the reason he's getting pushed on main card because he, he wants that kind of like crazy youngest ever champion story. It's kind of like an Aaron Pico situation, isn't it? And he also lost, but he came out much better fighter afterwards. Christian Rodriguez was so horrendously disrespected going into that fight because his career was great. It wasn't bad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. At all. Only had one loss and they were like, oh, we'll feed him to Rosas Jr. So maybe that isn't a case of what I said, where it's like with Rosas Jr., let's give him the right opponents. Maybe they did give him a tough challenge. I just think just everyone was at. just living in that bubble of this kid cannot go wrong. He's the future. He's going to be this massive star. We were sort of like dazzled by this kid being 17 and being so good that we didn't actually look at the reality of what was being handed to him. And what was being handed to him was a fucking difficult test that he drastically failed. He was in Bellator, he was in LFA for two Look fights. at Look at where this man has been and what he's done. Yeah, but that, that, but you're not a UFC matchmaker and they might have thought, hey, you know what? Christian, Christian Rodriguez 
You know, he's fought in his other promotions. He was also in the Contender Series. It's a win-win situation. If you ask me, I think that they've got a lot of belief in uh, in Christian Rodriguez, especially now looking at the fact that they gave him Raul Rosas Jr. If you're a matchmaker's mind, it could go either way. You always want a good scenario. But they did no promotion for him no. at all. Well, that might be true. But now they're giving him Cameron Simon, who again, if you've just beaten Raul Rosas Jr. and taken out a star, if they didn't want that to happen, they're not going to be like, let's give him another one of our up-and-coming stars because he might take that guy out as well. But if he does that's good i wouldn't i wouldn't do that as a matchmaker unless i was actually had some belief rosas jr was shoved down our throats for the whole fucking week but then why would you put him up against cameron because they want, they want him out be there him. they want him out there they want him out there because they want simon to fucking knock him out like he knocks everyone out it's almost like they're punishing poor rodriguez as well they were like right we're gonna keep putting you against these guys until you fucking lose because you ruined the rosas jr i mean train. maybe maybe that's one way he, he crashed that party hard yeah or he comes out of the side of it having beaten two of the top prospects in that division there are so many fights there are so many matches that are made where it's so clear as day that the ufc want a particular outcome not only rosas jr was 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 supposed to be a loss for him but this next fight is supposed to be a loss for him as well but if he can pull it out of the bag surely the ufc kind of have to look at him now as something that they should promote why were bo nickel and rosas jr put in the game because they were meant to be the fucking the next guy the new star it's supposed to be this next big thing which he still very may will be because the ufc is where the best fighters are so i don't blame him for losing but that guy was brought in to lose and now he's fighting another guy who he's meant to lose to. He will only get respected once he beats Cameron Simon. Speaking of guys that are meant to be beaten, is it bias or is it personal preference to say Kevin Holland is supposed to be the guy that's supposed to be beaten in this matchup? This is JDM's opportunity to progress up the rankings because he's exciting and clearly a fan favourite. Not to say Kevin isn't, but he's already lost. He's already lost and nobody cares. That means he's unbeatable even when he does lose. Does it's that kind make sense? of really so interesting. He doesn't lose any stark by yeah. losing to jd yeah. he kind he of doesn't. putting kevin in a position where like yeah he, he can't lose but also again if you're a matchmaker you you don't always want to put it's kind of stupid to always put your eggs in one basket but if kevin does win i don't think this ufc will be like ah oh, we didn't want that to happen it'll be like well holy shit kevin you're moving up now like definitely gonna get like maybe a top five guy or something because if they wanted to give some jack someone that he could beat they wouldn't have given him kevin holland because kevin holland's a tough fight they've given him given him a guy that can lose but doesn't lose any stock that's literally the best place to be as a fighter it's kind of like that nate diaz effect isn't it it's just like you can lose but you don't really lose I mean, Kevin Holland could be booked with a top 10 again in his next fight, even if he does lose. That's the thing. It's, it's actually like, even though they're kind of two fan favorites for different reasons, Jack's at the point where he was post fight Sean Brady, didn't, seemingly struggled a little bit more than we might have thought he would have. And then, so now he's come back down in the rankings of who he's fighting because now he's fighting the guy one above him rather than, you know, halfway up the board. So it's actually a way more traditional step for Jack to take. So yeah, I think in this one, it's kind of feels if there was chips stacked in someone's corner, it would be Jack's rather than rather than Kevin's. I feel like that's the storyline that we've sort of uncovered. So we have uh, Shevchenko versus Grasso coming up this weekend and something great to do with the fights is have a little drink alongside. And what's better than the official sponsor of the UFC, Howlhead? There isn't anything better. Nothing. No. Exactly. So if you want to get your own, get down to a larger Tesco's, pick some up. Or if you don't want to go out, you can shop online at Master of Malt and Amazon. All the information you need is down in the description below. Follow those links and get yourself some Howlhead. Thank you to everyone who's a channel member on the channel. We appreciate you. We know you've been enjoying the extra content, podcast episodes, etc., whatnot. Uh, the writers meeting, of course, you guys can jump in there as well. But if you do want to 
be part of the family click the join button down below you can do so it's real cheap and it helps us do cool things